That strip, that strip club one funny. Hmm? Strip club one? Yeah, that strip club one funny. So let's get started. We can talk about the strip club one. Okay, do I sound okay though? I know sometimes when I get no, you sound terrible. Phone. Let me see if I can. Very muffled. <laughs> Did yeah. you see the strip club one, Janessa? Yeah, I thought that was something that you, I thought it was something that your dad used to do. It was definitely my dad. No, I was about to say <laughs> absolutely my daddy. I was like, I feel like I know this person. <laughs> absolutely my daddy. So I was like, well, while we're talking about Atlanta pastors, <laughs> go ahead and throw one more in there. <laughs> and I didn't even look. I didn't even look at the comments when I just saw the people and I saw. The taller gentleman, I said, that look like Billy Daddy. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Was Do I sound better by chance or the thing? You say again? still sound muffled. Uh, yeah, it's very scratchy. No, yeah. It'd be these boots here. Okay, I'll take them off. <clears throat> I feel like I'm looking up with this new setup. It's weird. All right, I'm good now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's do the damn thing. Boom shakalaka. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Happy New Year. Welcome back to another edition of the Worst Ones podcast. This is actually season four, episode one. We are still here. We are still here. We are still here. Um, <laughs> this is <laughs> this is <laughs> the place for preacher's kids to come and be the absolute worst. My name is Rudy Wilson. I'm a preacher's kid. We got our... Uh, Fantastic honor roll student Janessa Rowland. Janessa Rowland. Uh, she is our um she's a preacher's kid. We got Kelly Lee, who is a PK, and we got Terry Weezy, who is also a PK. Um, so we got a lot of catching up to do. Um, but I guess we can also keep it slightly brief because we also have a lot to talk about today. <clears throat> so um Janessa, let's start with you. Uh, we've been out for a couple weeks for the holidays. So, how was everything for you? Uh, Christmas, New Year's, you know, all the above. Uh, the holidays were good. Um, for the most part, there was some not so great parts, but uh, for the most part, I just hung out with family and friends. Um, my Christmas party was a huge success. There you go. Um, some I know you might have seen the um clip on instagram but we play lots of games have lots of fun um you know new year's i literally slept to 11 57 when my alarm went off <laughs> said those <laughs> prayers at midnight then i had to like 
get under the bed because they was shooting over here. Like, mm. you know, fireworks and shooting. Right. Um, right. And it seems, I guess, like bullets are cheaper than fireworks these days. So <laughs> there was more shooting than <laughs> fireworks. I did. So, um, you know, after about 30 minutes of hiding under my bed, you know, I retreated back to bed and that's it. So, gotcha. you know. Gotcha. gotcha. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. to that. And I did want to get you guys. I still plan to get you guys Christmas gifts. I, life has been lifing. So you'll get them maybe maybe in July. Christmas in July. Because <laughs> I was going to get them custom made. And oh, well, we appreciate it anytime. That sounds Ooh. awesome. I, I um, want I want that dessert that you didn't share with your family on Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom actually made it for me for Christmas. So. <laughs> yeah, you you uh you gotta come to the rolling household. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. All right, Kelly Lee. Man, I'm good. Um went back to work yesterday and so been off for two weeks. It was Great. I didn't do much at all. Slept every day till 10, 11 o'clock, didn't roll out of bed, watched Christmas movies, chilled, um, had a good time. So yeah. I feel well, we I feel well rested. I am mm. excited about 2024. Um, and all is well, all is good. When you watch Christmas movies, it's like Hallmark or is it like Friday after next? Because that's that's some Christmas movies. <laughs> <laughs> I watch a little BET plus, that's somewhere in the middle, huh? <laughs> Gotcha. So we're in the middle, but I had a good time. Hung out with family, friends. Actually, I had a good time. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Yep. Uh it was good. Everything was good. Got uh, I enjoyed the break off of the both my podcasts, to be honest. Uh it was nice to just be able to do what I wanted to do. Uh there you go. Let my lasagnas, my lasagnas were a big hit. Uh, I made two of them and they cleaned me out. So that was okay. nice. Yeah. Uh, that, well, that's what makes me happy. And then, uh, and then I did a chocolate fountain for new year's, uh, with, with, you know, like pound cake and fruits and all that stuff mm -hmm. you can tip in there. That was fun. Uh, with my family and my nephews, the nephews got a big kick out of that one. Y'all did pound cake in the chocolate fountain? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Well, you don't dip it. You just kind of move right, right. it into the fountain. Yeah. Right. Oh, pound cake's one of the best, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then what else? Is there anything else? No, pretty much just nurse to hangover on Monday. And then uh, came in uh, third place in my fantasy football league, which, okay. by the way, is a South Florida comedians league. So there's a bunch yeah. of people you know in there, Rudy. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, I should have been first. I was the number one seed, but I messed it up in the playoffs. What are you oh. gonna do? <laughs> hey, I'll take third, man. Seventy-five bucks is seventy-five bucks. Seventy-five bucks. Seventy-five bucks. That's right. What's your, got you. Sure, for sure. All right. Um, well, for me, uh, it was good. We was um, in California during the Christmas time visiting our producer, Risa. Um, the weather was a little chilly out there, you know, um, but it was, it was decent though. It was raining back here in Florida while we was gone. So at least I left that behind. We had to deal with that foolishness. Uh, <clears throat> and then New Year's Eve, you know, we had watch night service. So I did that. 
Um, definitely not as eventful as the watch night service we're getting ready to speak about, but, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, 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 we, we, we did that and yeah, all is well. Everything is, is everything. Um, I, I, I have no complaints in 2024, uh, just like 2023 and, and any year prior. So God is good. I'm Gucci. Um, so let's get right into it. Like I said, shout out to everybody. We hope y'all who listened to us had a phenomenal holiday season. Um, and if you did not, um, you know, hopefully the next one will be better. But today we are discussing my boy, Bishop William Surfy. <laughs> <laughs> Bishop William Surfy in the building. I I cannot. Um, Who apparently, uh, you know, went viral uh, over the just say New Year's Eve, New Year's Day um, time frame, if you will, uh, for uh, not only swag surfing with his congregation, but also but playing the song swag surfing, um, you know, in the sanctuary, and then. Thanks to um, the the uh, just say the the homework that that Kelly and Janessa did, or really even just say more Janessa than Kelly added added something to the flavor. But but um, we found out that they've been doing this. This is this is you know they as far as playing just say secular songs at their church and um, you know using it for 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 how they ministry uses it. So uh, so we got a lot to talk about. Um, like I was saying in the pre-show. That that I don't know if they can really hear me because my the headphones were bad, but um, that strip club video that Kelly sent was definitely hilarious. And my man who was commentating it, <laughs> trying, to, trying to get the strippers out of Atlanta, not that was funny. Um, yeah, that was funny. So yeah, so like I said, we got a lot to talk about. So uh, let's get into it, man. Um, whoever wants to start, man, how, how y'all feel about all this that we? Well, somebody else, so Janessa, give us the, the background, the backstory for us. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to remember myself because I don't even know where I saw it. Probably I saw it on, I think, ATL Scoop or something on Instagram. But there was a cl- clip circulating of Bishop William Murphy um, having a watch night service at his church. Um, and, you know, I guess they were really hype about the new year. And from what I can gather, because I've also seen some other clips afterwards, so I don't know, like, the timeline of everything. But it seems like it was a service. There was a sermon. Part of the sermon, he was talking about how you got to walk it out in 2024. Or you don't have to walk it out alone or something, something of that nature. Mm-hmm. And um, that's when they decided to drop the Walk It Out song by DJ Unk. And, you know, they was walking it out. Everybody's walking it out. Pastors walking it out. You know, everybody. And then from what I can gather, I think this was after the sermon. Um, I don't know how they got to swag surfing, but they were swag surfing. And and they're playing the song. And it was the clean version, but the lyrics were still uh, being played. Um, And then from the other clips I saw, they were doing uh what the electric slide to beyonce's before i let go mm-hmm. and then there's another clip of i can't think of the rapper i think it's mystical uh here i go 
that's all mm-hmm. they would dance for that mm-hmm. one. Yeah, yeah, that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it seems like the night had a lot of musical elements to it that you might not think would go in a church. And so yeah. there's been a lot of controversy, a lot of discussion on is that inappropriate about meeting people where they are, about reaching the young people. It's been a lot of just discussion on both sides of the fence from both Christians and non-Christians. So I guess we will be adding our two cents mm-hmm. to it. <laughs> That's what we'll be doing today. And for people who may not know the lyrics, just say the swag surfing. Um, like I said, they didn't have the cussing part, but they definitely still had the part that said, I'm on hypnotic, exotic. With polo on my body, got a bad girl beside me, a friend right behind me. Hypnotic and exotic is definitely weed, okay, amen. And so, um, hypnotic is a liquor. I mean, exotic yeah. is weed, hypnotic is liquor. Yeah. Uh, and and the bad bees beside me, right behind them, um, was added to it. So, like I said, they didn't have the cussing version, but uh, it was not the instrumental as well, which was a point that um uh, was made and that William Murphy uh had to address. So. But yeah. And also, did you want to do the walk it out lyrics too? Go for it. Let's. What's <laughs> um. So I mean, I'm not gonna do all the repetitive because it's not walk it out, mm-hmm. walk it out, and it's like east side, west side, south side. But once mm-hmm. he gets to like the verse, it says, "Now hit the dance floor and bend your back low. She do it with no hands. Now stop, pop and roll. I'm smoking bubble. <laughs> Ho. I'm gonna say the words, but <laughs> I don't normally say the words." <laughs> yeah, they in trouble, ho. I feel I like the way she move a undercover ho. Now everybody lean in. I make the crowd rock. Now go on and walk it out. I see they on my job. She want that bubble gum. Is that the double knit twins? Two hoes choosing me. So I know I'm a win. <laughs> um, it's on once again. Patron once again. I threw my hair back. Then I froze like the wind. And then it's west side walking out, south side, east side, north side. Patron once again. Yeah, the the next verse is the next verse they talking about gray goose double shots. Uh it'll let your body go. My ninjas on my side, haters hate, think it's funny, like froze on them hoes. I'm not talking about dancing. Ho count pawn the charm diamond steady, steady, enhance. Y'all got it. Smoking and even though they did play the clean version of Walk It Out, they were definitely playing the, the verses as well. You can you can hear it because at one point I think uh Bishop Mercy was like, keep it sanctified, but you could clearly hear them in the back talking talking about the two girls. I was like and the same, and the same with um, I don't know all the lyrics, but the same with I guess this was during COVID when they had a little drive through. People was coming by, and he was out there, and they was playing um, "Savage" by Megan Thee Stallion. Uh, look those lyrics up if you will. Uh, <laughs> don't have to look those up, <laughs> but those those are definitely pretty explicit, uh, even the clean ones. Um, so yeah, so that's that's for context for anybody who may not be aware of these of these songs. Um, a lot of yeah. pearls being clutched. That's what mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. What, what church was that that I guess had the had the, the clean fun, I guess, with the, the sister act two? I'm, I'm not sure where that was located. Look, is it Milwaukee? Is it Milwaukee or something? Yeah, it's in Milwaukee. Okay. 
Yeah. So it was another church that had, you know, apparently had, you know, a DJ and stuff like that, like a little after party after day service, but they were playing pretty much like more bounce to it uh, gospel songs as opposed to, you know, just say hip hop songs, secular songs. And uh, and people were basically saying William Murphy should take notes from that. Go ahead, Kelly. Now, I don't have to go first on this, but I also think it's important to note um, clips. And so in that watch night service is two and a half hours, three hours long. It usually starts at 10, 1030 in about, you know, 1231, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have seen um, clippets and clips of the service. And so, I mean, definitely we'll get into what our thoughts about swag surfing and walking out in the sermon. But I think even them comparing it to the other service, now we knew at that point they were singing Sister Act Two, but the next mm-hmm. song <laughs> mm-hmm. could have been Swag Surfing. What I saw somebody say in the in the comments, which is low key kind of true, the Swag Swag Surfing is a a, a Negro spiritual. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, and so. Taking over with for the nine nine and right, exactly. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, I, I think it's important to also note, like you know, even people posting, take notes here, blah blah blah. You like you didn't see the whole two and a half hour service, and it's mm. possible that in that two and a half hour service and their praise party, they just did gospel music because that's that's possible. There's definitely upbeat, you know, gospel music for sure. Um, but I think that's important to note as well. And that was the same thing as, and I said, I wasn't going to get into it right now, but that was the same thing. I think William, part of Williams Murphy, William, well, I can't talk tonight. William Murphy's point was, is that one, you're only seeing clips. No one shows the, um, the worship part. No one shows the 150 people getting saved. No one shows that part of the service. Y'all want to just harp on this. Um, and so I'm gonna stop right there and let somebody, mm-hmm. but I, I just wanted to throw that out there that it's it's hard to compare clips to clips. Yeah. Well, Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, uh, you know, just like I said, a lot of pearls being clutched and I think there's a, and I'm not even just talking about the older folks. I'm talking about a certain type of person, uh, that usually resides in every church. Uh, you know, that doesn't necessarily want to get people into the church, doesn't necessarily uh, getting people saved, isn't really on the top of the priority list. It's more about making them different people. You know, I want to I want to transform you into what I think you should be and listen to the music I think you should listen to and be the kind of person I think you should be. And I don't I don't think that's accurate. Um, I don't think that's a good way to look at anything. You know, um, however, I do feel bad because if there were some of those people that just came there to go to a, a regular, you know, watch night service and they basically walked into a nightclub, like, I get it. I get it on their part. But again, that's that's your freedom of choice. You know, if you're so offended by that, there's plenty of churches in Atlanta, you know, and I'm, I'm sure... But also, I think, like, if you're going to have a service on the biggest party night of the year, uh, you better bring it with something, you know. <laughs> you you want to compete? 
Mm-hmm. And, and again, in terms of clips, for the people who own, they didn't play swag, surf, and walk it out for the entire two and a half hours. Yes, mm-hmm. there may have been a couple of music, musical, why can't I talk today? Musical mm-hmm. selections. Because you're drunk. Thrown, I'm not. Um, <laughs> thrown in there, sent, you know, in the in the midst of the service. But I'm pretty sure there was a word in there too. There was, because when, in his interview, he, he gives you the word and where it came from and why he chose walk it out and swag surf, you know, so whatever. And, and um, Janessa alluded to it a bit. But again, it was just, it was a piece. Now, I guess y'all can see where I fall on this, but go ahead. <laughs> no, it's just some people are always just looking. I think they some are. people are, I think some people are just always on the lookout for something to be mad about, something to be offended about. You know, you don't just see it in the church, you see in our culture, the whole, you know what I mean? Offense culture, cancel culture, whatever you want to call it. You know, it, it, some people are just never going to be happy. And it's almost like a profession now where it's, I'm going to look for something to be mad about. Absolutely. And just like that pastor said, he's said, I'm assuming he's telling the truth. And he's like, we say, you know, we got 150 people that come in here on new year's Eve of all nights, which I wouldn't even do. Uh, And, and, you know, miss their parties, do their other thing, come in here. And now we got 150 new members, you know? Now that's not what he said. He said we had 150 members, people saved. Well, that's yeah, that's not the I number meant. that showed up. Right? I know. So that's that's what right. I meant. Yeah, I know what you meant, but for the, for the people in the back, like <laughs> that's <laughs> that's the number of people out of everyone in the congregation, and I don't know how many people dream center. Uh, you like but, a lot of good church, <laughs> right? Out of everybody there, like you said, who chose to on <laughs> New Year's Eve to go to church versus the party because I was at a rooftop bar there you on go. New Year's Eve. You know there what I'm saying? It go. was on a Sunday, so I went to church at 10 a.m. and then at 10 p.m. I was on the rooftop bar. Honesty, you know, <laughs> I was probably swag surfing, whatever. Mm. But <laughs> well, New Year's Eve doesn't have anything to do with the Bible or religion or anything. So I mean, do with it as you wish. Right. It's it's more of slavery and watching the night, whatever. But um, but yes, but well, huh? She, she says slavery. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it? Isn't it? The slaves used to watch the night come in on on New Year's Eve. Isn't it what watch night service was for? Is that sure. not watch my service? I think. Uh, uh, let me see. I, think I don't know about that. The slaves were swag surfing. Huh? The slaves were swag surfing. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought it meant watching for God in case He comes back. No, it's definitely it's, not. It's, no, it definitely I don't. I don't know. I yeah, no, we did. This wasn't a thing that we did. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like I said, so in the black church, it's super po- popular to do a watch nights. Like that is the norm mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. a watch night service. But I think it goes back to and correct me if I'm wrong because I can most definitely be wrong. Mm-hmm. But I think it goes back to it does the slaves watching, and I can't remember. It goes, Go, it's, it goes to the Emancipation Proclamation that was enacted January 1st, 1863, which freed the slaves in Confederate states during the American Civil War. Oh, okay. You and weren't so watching for watch- God. You were watching for... They were... Yeah. Be like, is this really going to happen? Or are they going to come <laughs> get us? I got it. So, but again, that has nothing to do with religion. That has to do with... It does, which is why it may be a practice in the Black church versus something that 
yeah. you're familiar with, you know, which, you know, which really makes sense. We so had they, a different kind of watch night service that that was we're watching the slaves saying, all right, are they going to come kill us all now? That was a different watch night. Right. Thank you, Janessa, for your <laughs> superb research skills, Ms. Honoro. Yes. Um, she gets the Dean's List for Googling. <laughs> Absolutely. But I forgot what I was saying when Terry stopped me as if I was wrong. Well, so I didn't say you were wrong. We were just, we, it blew my, I was like, what? I'm learning. I'm learning new things. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I was saying. Hmm. Janessa, you want to go ahead? I'm um, sure. So I didn't like it. I didn't care for it. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe maybe if they played the instrumental, if they just wanted to get familiarity to draw people. But I don't think it's not necessarily necessary to use worldly tactics to draw Christians in. Mm. Um, I think that we could he could have because I had nothing to do with it. Um, definitely highlighted uh maybe some other christian artists um i actually know because our church used to do this back in the day we had a group of uh christian hip-hop artists come and they did do some covers of some very popular songs but then they also had some original songs and um you know i guess the familiarity of certain beats got people hype but then when they transitioned to their original songs people were still hyped to see that too um you know, I think there's a time and a place for everything. I think um, we've the Christianity kind of in overall has gotten too lackadaisical. Things aren't holy. Things aren't reverence anymore. We play with God too much. Um, and like, I just, I, I don't, you know, I don't think Christians can have fun, but I just, I cannot agree with hypnotic, exotic, Bad be beside me. I'm swag surfing in the church. That's just, I, it's not for me. And so, kind of what Kelly said, and you too, Rudy, and you too, Terry. There's a zillion churches. If you, if that's not your tea, go to one that is your tea. You um, but what I do think it, you know, everybody has different convictions, and I will just say for me, last year a lot of people died old and young. And I think we don't really fully grasp eternity, what that means. Mm. I don't think we fully grasp what hell means. Mm. Um, and for me, I'm just at a point where like, I'm, I'm not trying to mess around and find out. You never know if your day is today or in 20 years, you might not have all the time to get it together. Um, and I feel like the Lord's personally just been dealing with me on some stuff. Um, even just with what I watch and listen, we've talked about it kind of on the podcast. Uh, one of the things that I've kind of been thinking about when we say like our salvation prayer or, uh, you know, we ask God for things, those words, we want those words to mean things. But mm -hmm. when we say I'm on hypnotic, exotic in the church or wherever, oh, that's just a song. Mm -hmm. And so the thing that's kind of been on me is like, do words mean things or not? And so it's kind of, of course, it's gut-wrenching, but there's just a lot of things that I've been consuming, whether it's a TV, podcast, music, whatever, that I'm now questioning, do I even need to be listening to that mm -hmm. at all? Mm -hmm. And so for me, I didn't care for it, but also I don't have to go to his church. 
and I just pray for the people. Uh, you know, everybody has to meet God and, you know, deal with that on their own. Mm -hmm. And so I can't, I can't really well, force anybody to do anything, but I can just work on myself. And so. That's well, you say of, on your own, I think that's a great point because it, it, it does, it all mixes with your personal experiences. To me, it recalls back, you know, uh, the Pentecostal days. You know, those were the rough days, at least in, in my house, because it was very strict. Uh, you know, my parents couldn't dance at their own wedding reception because there was no acceptable music that they could play. Mm. And I mean, this this isn't the 50s. You know, this was like 1978, you know. Mm. So so when I hear about that kind of stuff, it just it brings all that back. You know, like oh, you can't wear makeup, and women can't wear pants, and well, you know, I don't, I but don't think it's necessarily you can't wear makeup or pants. I mean, but I think to your well, point, I know, but it, now, this is all rel it's all relative. But I think to I mean? your point, like there's one thing I do now because I since I'm now aware that yeah, I might not need to be listening to certain things mm -hmm. instead of trying to listen to hip hop. I, I'm actively looking for Christian hip hop. I like Christian Afrobeats. I like Christian R and B. I like Christian lo-fi and chill hop. Um, so I don't feel like, and that's kind of the revelation I'm having because I told God, I was like, well, okay, well, if you were telling me to walk away from these things, now I can't, I mean, I want to be bored. And he was like, well, you're not going to be bored. There's other things you can do. And so it's finding what those things you can do. Um, and I think we're so used to it being like this whole cut and dry. It's you can't wear makeup and you can't go out and you can't listen to anything. You can't, no, you can do stuff. But it's not going to look like maybe the worldly stuff. Right. But who draws that line and where well, is it drawn? That's what I'm saying. It, it goes to the person. Your personal, your personal conviction. Right. Because sure. I know people today. I have people in my family, extended family, but family, uh, that, uh, that would still say that you're wrong. They would say the same thing about either of you ladies wearing pants as you would say about them playing that music. Yeah. I mean, and, and so <clears throat> I'm kind of, um, I guess, tagging along with what Janessa said, but not necessarily like in a in agreement, per se, like I'm making a statement, but I guess that was the question that popped in my mind, even way back to when, when we asked the question, would Jesus watch the Players Club? Because to, to me, I, I understand that within the church, um, especially the black church, probably all churches, but I've only grown up with black churches, but there's always this, just a line of like, we can do it in the world, but not in the sanctuary. And to me, this is me. I ain't saying I'm about to pull up a scripture to back this up. I'm just saying, but to me, I just be feeling like right is right and wrong is wrong. You feel what I'm saying? Like, like, so either these songs or whatever are okay or they're not. And if they're, and I'm not saying William Murphy and them should have been doing it or should not have this. That's that man church, you know, do it, you know, cause this is the same man who made praises what I do. So he got some slaps, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to act like, you know, there, there wasn't no, you know, there wasn't no, just say anointing coming out of just say something he's done before. Um, William Murphy praises what I do. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's a that's a you're right, well, right. 
Right. Yeah. And, and so, um, but at the same time, it's like, my whole thing is if in fact, like we're saying that he should not be doing this inside the church, then I think it's also a fact that us as followers of Christ shouldn't be listening to it outside. Of you feel what I'm saying? If, if, if it is so wrong, there isn't, and I get it because we all have that same, just say, I'm going to say we have the same conversation with God, but maybe even thought process that Janessa had, like, well, I don't want to be bored. You know what I'm saying? Cause I am a human. I still want to be able to be lit and whatever the case may be. But you know, I, like I said, going back to the whole with Jesus watch the players club, my mindset behind that question was because I understand that us as Christians or whatever, like we will just say, you know, be one way in church, whatever like that. But we'll go home, whether it was with somebody watching on TV, a movie, podcast, music, whatever. And we're consuming content that, that we technically wouldn't be able to do if we were at church and my once again my whole thing is if it's wrong in one place it's you know what I'm saying? I, I i feel like it's it's wrong across the board we're talking about something that's pleasing the guy and if it's not wrong you know what i'm saying because there, there are people who just say may have stricter rules going back to the makeup and the pans and you know i like i i have some of my family members they grew up in a church that like they don't even technically have drums like their drum set is just the cymbals because their belief is hitting on the actual like snare drum or whatever uh, is like rock and roll and devilish and whatever the case may be. So they only have, you know, uh, the symbols along with the rest of the organ and stuff like that. Um, you know, so I think that line is one that can be more discussed as far as what well, is that actually accurate, whatever the case may be. But if we're talking about like, you know, singing a song that says i'm you know i'm on hypnotic exotic pole on my body etc etc like I, I i my personal opinion once again and i'll you know let somebody else go but my personal opinion is um if, if it's if it's wrong in one place it, sh it should be wrong you know across the board because even even with like the the book of clarence like we talked about on our last episode that it comes out soon like to me why i'm so interested in even seeing that film is because it it's it's a it's it's it seemed like it's taking an approach that kind of addresses um just say human hypocrisies you know what i'm saying and and so consuming a film that addresses human hypocrisies and and seeing what's their angle to the point they're trying to make is is definitely different than just say you know watching, you know watching you good watching just say you know the, the players club or you know any of these other movies where like it's you know it's flat out just entertainment but it's you know it's fornication and it's drug usage whatever and they're not necessarily wrapping it back around to say like it's one thing if these movies like had like all this just say sinful stuff in it but then at the end of the movie it's showing like just say some type of godly tie-in at the end but if it's just for the sake of you know, just say sake of entertainment um, you know, I, I even talked about this week when it came down to Tyler Perry, where, you know, like sisters and stuff like that, like it's, it, it's definitely far removed from the, having him have a thing. Father, can you hear me now at the end of Diary of Mad Black Woman? Like they just in that bit smashing, you know what I'm saying? They in that bit just doing whatever. It, so once again, in my closing statement, <laughs> if it's right, it's right. If it's wrong, it's wrong. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't really think that we can pick and choose it's okay here, but, but not okay here. Am I? 
Hey y'all, sorry to interrupt, but we have a few church announcements. Follow us on Instagram at the worst ones PK. New content coming soon. We also have a TikTok at the worst ones PK. No content yet, but continue to check us out. If you want to, no, when you listen to our podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find your podcast. Just make sure you type in the worst ones podcast and you'll find us. And when you get there, make sure you like, you comment, you subscribe, and you share. Thank you to our 500,422 followers. We love you so much. Now, back to the show. But again, who decides that? Because unless you're going to go and and live with the Amish, you know, make make your own clothes and not, uh, you know, not combine your fabrics and if you're going to live in this world, you're going to have to uh, have some sort of interactions with it, whether it be watching a movie or listening to a music or something like that. I think it all comes down to God knows your heart. You know what I mean? Because, again, who draws the line? Is it the Pentecostals that say you can't wear pants or makeup? Is it, you know, a more reasonable person who says maybe just don't play foul music in the sanctuary is it somebody more progressive who gets to draw that line and i think the only way you can do it is just draw it for yourself and just say you know maybe i listen to this music maybe i do this thing maybe i wear pants or whatever and i'm just gonna have to go on the basis that i'm doing my best and god knows my heart and we'll figure it out yeah but i mean there's there's definitely scriptures that can help draw the line you know what i'm saying like it's and and because there's scriptures that don't (laughs) <laughs> no, this, I'm saying the scripture that you're saying who can draw the line. I'm saying the, the the Bible can draw the line. It's but a lot of times us as humans will even just say flip scriptures to work in our favor. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Even going back to just say slavery, just you know, Kelly kind of you know brought it up. Like that was that was used in a way to just say manipulate, even though it may not have been the accurate yeah. depiction of just say what the you know the word that we're going for. Go ahead, Kelly. So I never told my <coughs> before we get deep into the word. I never told exactly how I felt about the whole thing because I wanted you guys to go first. So I want before we go deep into some other stuff, I, I want to bring us back real quick. Um, so I didn't have a problem with them swag surfing in church. I did have an issue with the lyrics and playing the the song in church. Um understanding um culture understanding and, and to everybody's point earlier you know you go to a uh the church that fits who you are and so understanding culture understanding atlanta culture understanding black atlanta culture um i think that i can see where he felt like to use that um is a good connection point to people um in terms of you know, and, and and when I heard him do the V103 interview that you sent, Janessa, um, you know, and, and, and pastors are wordsmiths, you know, and so they can make it, wrap it up and make it sound all nice. And so, you know, I, I got it. You know what? I'm like, OK, I can see you ain't got to be along and we're going to swag, serve together and we're going to, you know, hold each other up and do all of that. Fine. I, I don't have any issue with that. Now, I do. Right. I do have an issue with the lyrics because, again, the song is so popular that you could have just did the first couple of chords. The band could have played it in the background, you know, 
and everybody knows exactly what it, you know what I'm saying, exactly what it is and, and, and could do the motions and, you know, or whatever. Because let's be clear, they were all in there doing the motions. So they do the motions somewhere, you know, because they, you know, somebody led the pack to know what to do. You know, I'm sure everybody did. There was a couple people going the wrong way, a couple people a little fast, you know. But... <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you can tell they, they don't really know what's going on. But you know, <laughs> most people, um, you know, you do, you know, you doing it. So I didn't, I didn't have an issue with using the beat, using the motion to illustrate his point. Um, even walk it out. Um, again, I think it's the the lyrics that's more of the issue for me in playing the whole song in its entirety. I think, but I think it bothered me more when I saw, because, okay, so let me go back. So my dad is a very illustrative, I don't know if that's the word, um, pastor. And so I can, I can tell you times where he's excited about God and he up there, oh, walk it out. <coughs> I, I can remember that clearly. Um, again, the song wasn't playing in the background, but him just knowing knowledge of the song, you know, walk it out. And my daddy asked before he called me, What's some of the good songs? And he listened, you because again, because that is a way to get the people. And mind you, my dad is a youth pastor by, by trade, you know, and so he is looking for those ways to connect. And we know that music and secular music is an easy way to is a is an easy way to connect, and so. Again, didn't mind necessarily the swag surf. Again, it's New Year's Eve. It's a party. Um, as Terry mentioned, it, it, it's not religious. It goes beyond religion on why the black church does a watch night service. Um, and and so, hey, in, enjoy it. Um, I agree, Janessa. But again, it's just clips. Um, but if they were going to do like a whole musical thing that it, it didn't have to be all um secular music that it could be gospel hip-hop artists and you you know and you move it in because let's be clear too even your gospel hip-hop artists that you talked about some of them knew that they needed to do covers to bring you in before i went into my original stuff yeah because my, right because my original stuff may not may not get you but if i first do a cover to whatever and then switch that beat up then you and I will say, even I think your church did it because I I had the shirt where y'all uh, remix "Wait Till You See Mine." It says "Dot Dot Dot." And I used to wear me and me and my friend. We went to high school together. We used to wear that shirt, and people would come up to us thinking it was the Yin Yang Twins song. But when they saw the back, they would be like, "Oh, well, talk to me about it." So and sometimes that is the that is the purpose. Mm -hmm. The purpose is non-traditional ways to bring people to Christ, to start those conversations, to have those things. Again, I think William Murphy went a little too far with the lyrics, um, but I get the knowing my audience, knowing who I'm, you know, and, and pulling them in this way. Like I said, went a little too far, could have had a little bit sense of discernment in terms of, of lyrics, especially because he is a musician. Um, and so he can't go up there and tell me you ain't listen to the words or the lyrics and, you know, because see, my dad is one, he's not, he doesn't really do music like that. So he may turn on something, don't know, have, had no idea what they talking about. He ain't listened to not a thing. He just, whatever, but, but he wouldn't do that anyway, but William Murphy is a musician, you know? And so he, he, he could, but in terms of using it to illustrate his point, I did not, I didn't have an issue with that. Now in his interview, he did say, 
when somebody asked him about the instrumental versus the <laughs> real version, he said, well, what are you listening to in your car? See, but what I do in my car when I do at church is two different things. Like, the, what I'm saying, I don't know if that should be, though. If, but it if is. It's, if it's so wrong. Let me, can I finish? Yeah, because yeah. thank you. Because if I if you if you cut me off, I'm not gonna remember. Because mm-hmm. I don't remember. What you do at church and what you do in your car is two different things. Well, because because what is because what is because the head of the household, as you say, the head of the church, how they lead me spiritually in that church isn't the same way that I lead myself in in the car. There's a vessel at church that leads me through this service. In my car, um, you know, I'm fighting all type of demons on my own. <laughs> mm-hmm. But at least in church, I got somebody to help me for these two hours to lead me through whatever it is that I'm trying to to worship, whatever whatever I'm trying to accomplish spiritually in church. And so, what I may choose to do in my car. And I, I hear your point, but what I may choose to do in my car with the leader of the household in the church leads me through are two different things. Now, I can get to a point where I can take myself to glory in my car the same way I do to, at church. But not everybody spiritually is mature enough to be able to do that. Um, and so I get your point that if it's right here, then it's right here, it's wrong here, it's wrong here. Um, I can see a little gray in there versus just the black and white. I definitely understand what you're saying, but I can see a little gray. But I think that, um, again, you know your audience, you know your crowd. It seemed that, you know, like I said, people clutched their pearls, but other people enjoyed it. Um, he got a segment on V103 to kind of talk about it today. And I can guarantee you he's going to have more members at church on Sunday and more people show up on Sunday. Good, bad, or indifferent. But he's going to have more people to show up on Sunday. Well, and I, Oh, Let me say one more thing. And then All I was right. going to say to Janessa's point, right, we used to, when we were youth, we used to um, change the li- cover, change the lyrics of a song. And it was a way, because before Wait Till You See My Praise was Yep in My White Tea. Um, you know, and so I can't remember what that, I slang, I bang, I, whatever they used to do, you know, we used to, <laughs> and we praised and worship and prayed and all of that in our white tea. Um, but you couldn't tell me back then that the takeover wasn't the, the biggest thing in July for teenage church kids, <laughs> you know, because it's all about relatability and, and knowing your audience. I definitely understand the people who disagree with it all together completely, but for me, do it, but we ain't need no. Lead. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Now, when I saw the Megan Thee Stallion video, I said, "Okay, William Murphy, you've gone too far. <laughs> you didn't gone too far there." Cause see, the swag surfing and the walking out, I can see how you mix that in with your sermon. The savage, we ain't need the savage going through the COVID line. That what that that didn't really that didn't really tie in as much for me. We ain't, we ain't really need that one. <laughs> we needed a praise is what I do. Lord, don't let me get COVID. <laughs> like that's. That's what we needed at that time. So that one kind of threw me off a little bit. But again, that's my that's my point. Now everybody can talk. I'm done. But the so problem I- with this is it every time something like this happens and there's some kind of controversy over what most people would think is very minor, it just kind of makes church and church folks look like they're no fun and look like, why would I want to go there? You know, if they're already judging other people in their place before I go there, why would I want to go and be a part of that? And as far as lyrics go, 
The biggest one that I can never figure out is they play, you know, the Macarena, you know, that dance and song from the 90s. Yeah, yeah. They play that at weddings and churches and all this. You, you know what the lyrics of that song are? They might the play them at your church wedding. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying I've seen it. I've seen it. Like, they don't play it in the sanctuary while they're doing the thing. But if, they, if they've if they got, like, an adjoining room with a, a, with a, a, a wedding reception, yeah. That, I've heard them play it more than half a dozen times. I'm like, do you know what this song is talking about? She... She is a very loose woman who who cheating on her man with two different guys while he's out of town. That's what that song is about. And I it's know that. yeah, it's a little graphic. I ain't never heard about that. I don't know what lyrics mean because I'll tell you what, Rockabye Baby. I mean, all these have negative, you know, words. Yeah, just go, just well, go on YouTube and listen to the English version. Now, you know, the original in Spanish. You know, they, they had to translate, but when they did, <laughs> like, holy crap, man. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, again, if your grandmother goes up there and does the Macarena with you at somebody's wedding reception, God knows her heart. And it's not, and I'm sure it's not supportive of what's going there. I get what you're saying about playing it in church. And I get what you said, Kelly, about, uh, you know, I'm not, that's not the reason I'm there. Uh, because it does kind of seem like an endorsement, you know, like almost like the church is endorsing it and saying, oh, okay, it's fine. So, I mean, I get that, but you got to remember your public image is important because you can't win people's minds or hearts when you, when they just think you're all nerds, it makes it very difficult. One thing I, this also has been on my mind for a few months now is and it's interesting that all this conversation is coming up, this whole concept of God knows my heart. We, I feel like, again, gotten too comfortable just saying God knows my heart. When we sin, in theory, we're supposed to repent in turn. But I mean, and I'm guilty of this, too. I've been heavily convicted of it, like I said, within the past few months, where you'll repent and say, oh, Lord, forgive me, knowing good and well. You're going to do it next week, tomorrow, the next day. And that's not really repenting. And then it's like, oh, but God knows my heart. I'm going to get it together one day. And again, like I said, a lot of people died last year. And I've just had this revelation. Like, you saying you're going to get it together one day, but you might not have one day. And so what are we doing today? Like, with this whole trying, we we have to be intentional every day. And um, I think, you know, as Bishop Murphy is a pastor and he's an influencer, kind of like what Kelly was saying with the savage, like, and what you just said, oh, is he condoning it? Is, I mean, is he saying it's cool? It's okay. Yeah, you can, you can be savaging and all of that and be a Christian too. Yeah, that's cool. But then you listen to the lyrics of savage and you're just like, I don't know about that, but that's the message that's drawing people, you know? And so I just, again, it, for me, it's a personal uh, conviction. Uh, I, I just don't know when you have like a platform like him, you just kind of got to just be a little bit more mindful and maybe he'll take this as a learning opportunity. Maybe not. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know if he will, cause he sounded really, 
I don't like I said I don't think sure. in his in his decision. So I it just wasn't for me. I, I can't. Yeah. So there's and a it, lot of it, savage it, people it, in the Bible. Maybe that's the connection. It, yeah. Um <laughs> I'm sure they weren't playing. Hey, you kill 40 people with a donkey jaw. Like that's pretty savage to me. Yeah, it's it's um yeah, it's I mean it's 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 real touchy because even in his the video um where he was just talking directly to the camera and he even made the statement he was like uh you know something about like how many you know souls got saved at your church and when you can out soul win me then say something or whatever the case may be. So even stuff like that to me that's a da- that's a dangerous you know statement to make. You know what I'm saying? Because for one, you're giving you're giving yourself the credit like you want souls for one. Um, and then you know, and then two, like I say, it, it can come off just it can just come off really, really just uh, really distasteful. You know what I'm saying? Even just even just in that statement alone. And I, I'm I'm all for like if if there's anybody that's for just say doing things non-traditional for the sake of winning souls like i'm i'm first in line like i'm i'm all for it but there 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 also is uh a line that we can cross where we know that uh that just basically this ain't right you know what i'm saying like even if even if you are just say you know out here living whatever type of life you know that would be considered sinful whatever there's definitely a difference between so let's just even use sex, right? Something that's, you know, a, a big topic in church. So there's a difference between uh, when, it, when it comes down to the whole God knows my heart, somebody who's literally struggling, you know, to stop having sex versus somebody who just say no, they don't you know, doing this, but are still doing it because it's just what they want to do. Now, the both both people's actions may look the same and God definitely does know your heart. But just because you make that statement doesn't mean that God is looking at y'all hearts the same because he knows who really is trying to stop versus who who's not. You know what I'm saying? And even just and I get we don't want to be bored. We don't want to consider, you know, we don't want to look like, you know, stiff neck people. We don't want to, you know. All these things. And there and there's definitely ways around it. Like I said, I'm 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 all for I remember the, you know, I praise my white tea. I worship my white tea, et cetera, et cetera. Like, and, and I, and I understand how that was a positive thing. Like, you know, your dad took a song that people was already, you know, kids was already listening to and, you know, and, and flipped it so that they could just say, even have a positive version of saying that song or a t-shirt that Janessa can wear to school or whatever case be. So I'm, or even cause we've talked about it before, like with your dad, uh, maybe using illustrations or lights and whatever, or, you know, just playing things out in a, in a, in a less traditional way to win souls. I promise you, I'm all for it. Um, and I, and I understand that this was probably what William Murphy was trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Even when it come down to him playing Savage, like, cause even with that, like, you know, we feel one way about one song, feel one way about a different song. They all pretty much in the same category, but because we, they they came off different in those clips, you know what I'm saying? Like we we have different just say feelings about them. But if if you playing just say secular music on the church grounds is your, you know your go to thing. Ultimately, yeah, God does know your heart. He knows why you're doing it. But just because I guess we make that statement doesn't clear it up. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's 
because once again, right is right and wrong is wrong. And even and even if you even read within the Bible and Jesus teaching his disciples and everything, and he talks about how you have to first, you know, deny yourself and then follow him. Or, you know, a man who tries to, you know, save his own life will lose it. But a man who loses his life, you know, will be saved and all these different things like that. Like, there, there, there is a, <laughs> there is a, she actually not to survive. But there, there is, there is a level of, you know, just say as a follower of Christ, you can't do what everybody else does, type of thing. Like now, the Bible literally says you are set apart, right? And you know, to be in the world but not of the world. Correct. And if that makes you not want to follow, you know, Christ because you feel like it's too boring or too restrictive, that's, right? That's that's between you and God. I can't. I you know, I, I don't have no control over that, but if this is something that you subscribe to, there are particulars that you have to subscribe to. You, we can't just say, you know, pick and choose. And now there are, I definitely understand that nobody is perfect. Even all the people in the Bible who we look up to all, you know, live just say sinful lives or sin throughout their lives or whatever the case may be. So it's not about doing everything right. But once again, your God does know your heart. And just because we make that statement, it doesn't clean up our actions to say like, yeah, I'm doing this right now, but God knows, you know, my heart. Like, you also know your heart, but but we're just not real with ourselves as humans. You feel what I'm saying? Like, we just, we just not. Like, and like one of the main reasons why I've just say stopped doing some of the things that I've done that was, you know, sinful is because I got to a point where I sincerely told God, like, I know I need to stop doing this, but I don't have the strength to stop on my own. Like, you're going to have to step in here and intervene because my flesh is weak and I'm going to keep doing it. I'm just being real. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm smoking them tweeds. Like, nah, not even just that. You know what I'm saying? Just I mean, a lot of different things. But it's 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 a but it's one of them things where I'm like, I, this is this is God hearing my actual heart versus me just, you know, doing what I want to do and then still going to church, still serving in church, still, you know, mm -hmm. saying having leadership positions in church and everything like and and not saying that you can't do both. But I'm saying like it's my, my mindset and my heart about it was was different then compared to what it is now. And it's because I actually want to stop or want to change now. And I may realize that I because I've been doing something so long, I may not have the power to stop, you know, on my I don't have the discipline to to stick to it. So God, I'm need you to put me in a position where you can just say strip me of this. You feel what I'm saying? But I but but there is there is a level of thinking outside the box to win souls versus conforming to, you know, just say quote unquote win souls. Cause even I mean you technically don't really know just because just say like most in most churches, when people just say get saved, they coming up to the altar, repeating after the pastor, you know, whatever the case may be. Just because they go through those actions don't technically mean that they got saved in that moment. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Because God actually knows their heart. Now, there's there could be somebody who didn't walk up to the altar. They could, it could have been 151 people in that church who got saved, but it was somebody who didn't walk up there, but they actually just said, accepted, you know, the Christ as their savior, confessed with their mouth, believed in their heart, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, it's, it's not necessarily your actions that can really dictate it. It is the heart, but to Janessa's point, 
just because we make the statement, God knows my heart, doesn't clean up our action. Like he really does know your heart. He knows if you're actually just using that as an excuse because you don't want to be bored, you don't want to be considered corny, you don't want to be whatever the case may be, or if or you actually, you know, your actions may seem like, oh yeah, this person is a hoe or whatever the case may be, but God knows like the fight that you're that you're having every day to get closer to him and to change. So th- us as humans, we can't really just say determine that, but you don't want to, you know, mess around and find out as you, you know, standing before God that while you were using this, this excuse, God knows my heart that he was like, yeah, I did know your heart and you was, you know, you, you, you well, wouldn't. but when I say that, I'm just saying like, uh, let him do the judging. You know what well, I mean? You have no choice. If you think it's wrong. Yeah, exactly. Let him do the judging. Uh, but, um, also we, we never even discussed whether this is wrong. We, we kept discussing, uh, whether the church doing it is wrong, but is listening to that kind of music, is that wrong? I don't think it is. Listening isn't doing, you know, now can it influence some people? Sure. But so can a lot of things. If you're easily influenced. So if you steal up your mind, I mean, I just watched a movie called The Hitman. I don't plan on going into contract killing anytime soon. You yeah, know? but I, I don't but once again, just like just the entertaining movie. Murphy, he, Bishop Murphy, he may not you know smoke exotic and sip hypnotic, but just like you said, if but if he's playing it, he may be endorsing that it's okay. And Maybe. if it's not okay, then he, just because Maybe he doesn't just because he doesn't do it, it doesn't necessarily make it correct. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it can just, it can still, you know. All right, no, I'm just, just saying that's a decision we all have to make for ourselves. Because again, so I, it... Go ahead, go. I'm sorry, yeah. And I, and I guess my question is, and I guess it kind of goes back to what Terry says, um, I'm sorry to trade into the car, so let me know if you can't hear me, is mm-hmm. who, who draws the line? So, I know Rudy, and I'm a... I'm going to speak to you because you've always been open about it. And, of course, it's not to offend, but I'm asking a direct question to you. Um, so exotic is we. So as a former, as you told me, as a former weed smoker. As you told um, me, you still don't believe me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> now, you say a, you stop, but we don't know. <laughs> well, as a former weed smoker, I, I believe you. You know, but again, when you when you when you say what's right is right, what's wrong is wrong, um, you know, and I don't know is 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 smoking weed right or wrong. I don't I don't know, but I think we all so I think right. So who draws the line? And I think it all comes down to our individual convictions. You know, so for Janessa, music now is something that is convicting her. What she mm-hmm. watches now is something that convicts her. For Terry, that's not a conviction for him at this moment. That does that make Janessa right and, and Terry wrong? Does that make Janessa more of a Christian and Terry less of a Christian? Terry may have a conviction about, you know, sex. Um and and Rudy doesn't. Does that make mm-hmm. him more of a you know, and so it's like and and so when it goes back to Again, and I've missed part of the conversation about heart and, and the Lord knowing your heart, but I think it comes back to, like, your personal individual relationship with God 
in in how you're in tune with the spirit of the Lord, and then how your spirit in turn convicts you. Because for those new Christians, they may um, right. So if playing secular music in church is wrong, now they think that that is something that is okay. Mm. Um, and so if we're saying or if someone says that that's something that shouldn't have been done, now they think that's okay. But as they grow closer into Christ, they may be convicted about that and say, hey, this is no longer the church for me. Mm. Um, but I think, again, a lot of it comes back to your personal relationship with God and people remembering that, like, Christianity is beyond church. It's beyond these two hours we spend on Sunday, this hour we spend for Bible study. Like, it's really getting into the Word for yourself so that you can figure out where, what and how the Lord is speaking to you and where you're convicted. Um, and I'm yeah. part of this. The yeah, but I... But I, you know, I, I hear you. But I, but I think even just say in everybody's personal convictions or whatever like that, like there's people on this podcast and people out in the world who felt like those songs just say you know shouldn't be played in church, but can be played outside of church. But Bishop William Murphy felt like it was okay in both. He like, well, what version do you play in your car? Which is why we playing you know this version inside the church. So like, you know, there's there's just say different people drawing different lines. You know what I'm saying? Even when it comes down to that, I think ultimately, and I don't know if you heard me when I said this, I think ultimately, like biblically, like there can there's a line that can be drawn. Um, but due diligence has to be done for one, but then also um when it comes when it comes down to just say everybody's journey, I don't think that it's our job as humans to necessarily judge somebody else's journey. Like, you know, what you got going on is between you and God. Like, I'm not here to say I'm better than you because I no longer do this and you still do this or whatever the case may be. Um, but, and and even when it, when it comes down to your question about like, you know, is smoking weed wrong? Because of course there's the argument like where well, there's medicinal purposes, et cetera, et cetera, and all these different things. I didn't necessarily stop because I felt like the actual act of it was wrong, but I realized that, well, let me be clear. God just say, stop me. Cause I, I, I prayed like, you know, I, I've been doing this too long to be able to just say have enough discipline to stop on my own. So I'm gonna definitely need some help. So he definitely intervened, intervened and helped with that. But that, but for me, that was because I realized that I was making this a God in my life. You know what I'm saying? Over him. You know what I'm saying? Even even when it come down to me budgeting my money, like I'm putting more money towards this than I am towards just say the body of Christ or building the kingdom or paying tithes or whatever the case may be. So when I realized that this thing had a certain level of control over me, I'm like, okay, this is going too far. God, I need you. I need you to reel me back in. You know what I'm saying? But I haven't right here, this very second, I can't say that I've done enough research to, to try to put a, you know, a stamp on saying whether even if it's medicinal or not, whether it's, you know, okay or not. But in, in your whole argument about the personal conviction, I realized that what it was doing for me, you know what I'm saying? That that somebody else could have that same prayer when it come down to just buying shoes or something, or you know, buying, you know, collector's items or whatever the case may be. But I know that, you know, I can't put any other guys before him. And that's that's where I that's where I was at. And I realized it and I'm like, okay, God, I need you to reel me back in. Yeah, that's my personal journey. Does it make me better than people who still smoke weed? Absolutely not. Like I'm I'm around weed smokers all the time. I, mean, I do con. I mean, they, they do stuff way worse than me. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I don't, I don't, 
I don't walk around and try to, you know, rip blunts out of people's mouths or slap it out their hand or whatever the case may be. Um, but it's just like everybody may not go and pray for the strip club, but there was a group of people, including your father, people in that video, like who 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 does? Some people may just drive past the strip club and just not partake in it because they just feel like, okay, well, I don't I don't want to support it. And then there's some people who like, okay. God is leading me to actually go pray for it, to, you know, pray for these young ladies and this the spirit that's in here, whatever the case may be. Um, so there, there's there's different ways to go about different things. And like I said, I'm all for the unorthodox way of winning souls. Um, and I'm also not here to necessarily draw the line. But if there is going to be a line drawn. Excuse me, I don't think that the, the line should be drawn where, OK, yes, yeah, it's, it's cool in my car, but not cool in the sanctuary because not like I said, you're dealing with that struggle. That's one thing, but in reference to the line being drawn and the mindset behind it, if you do in fact feel like something is wrong because it's, it's not pleasing to God or whatever the case may be, just because you're not in God's house, doesn't all of a sudden just they make it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's there, there it's like, I said, if, it's, if it's right, it's right. If it's wrong, it's wrong. That's 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 just the point that I'm making. Not here to draw the line. Not here to judge anybody who's steering the line. That's why I'm not even putting my stamp on whether what Bishop Murphy did was right or wrong. Because so that was my put. next question. Uh, have we judged William Murphy tonight? I, um, I haven't. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. So my, is, is this conversation in judgment? Should we have not? And I understand it's a podcast to give you opinions and. You know, this was a popular topic, but in us having this discussion today, have we judged William Murphy? Well, I definitely haven't. I don't, I don't, I can't speak to speak for all four of us. I'm just saying with, with me, I, I even understand, I, I almost knew his statement of well, what version do you listen to you, in your car? I almost knew that was coming because once again, that's where my mind goes. Going even back to what Jesus watched the players club. Like it's, it's a, like where, like where, where are we really drawing the line? Are we drawing the line where, well, as long as you're not inside the house of God, like you know, you can be a savage or you can be on hypnotic exotic or whatever the case may be. But once you get into the house of God, because it's sacred, it should be different. Or should we maintain that same? This is probably not a word, but sacredness. You know, uh, even once we step outside of those walls, if in fact you know just say that those those things are wrong so i'll leave it up to, i'll leave it up to god to determine how he deals with you know dream chasing church and you know bishop murphy and etc said anybody else who may be doing it or whatever the case may be um but that's but my only point is if it is wrong you said you were making a breakfast sandwich you, you didn't reach yourself oh. here. <laughs> but uh, uh but if if in fact it is wrong okay. If, if in fact it is wrong to do and we have a problem with it because it's in the house of God and all this stuff, then I think that uh, then we, we shouldn't do it at all. If if it is in fact so wrong. That's my only point. So. Okay. Uh, I was just going to say there there's a few Bible verses um, and I'll read just a couple, but I guess this is where reading your Bible and having your own relationship with the Lord kicks in. Um, uh, but let me see. It says in Lord, I done scrolled too far. I think it's first. 
in Colossians 3, 4 through 7, uh, with, when Christ who is in your life appears, then you will also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil, desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived. Uh, 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5 says, but understand this, that in the last days there will come times of difficulty for people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of God godliness, but denying its power, avoid such people. Um, and then there, I was trying to find the, the verse that was talking about how you can't serve two masters. Uh, you either love the world or you love God. Mm -hmm. And there, like I said, there's a whole bunch more. But when I'm reading these things and I'm for me, like I said, I'm dealing with what I'm watching, what I'm listening to and what I'm watching and what am I listening to? Is it things about God or is it things about the world? Mm -hmm. And honestly, a lot of the music that I used to listen to and to a certain extent still do because I'm not like I I told God you know it's not gonna be like I've been doing listening to what I've been listening to for however long but mm -hmm. when I listen to the songs now I, I feel like I'm more sensitive it's very sexual mm -hmm. about the money about the women about how much they got the floss killing people robbing people and it's got a cute beat and so it's like you know we just Rapping along, singing along, but none of this is of God. Mm. And I know even when it, when we were talking about, about the Beyonce conversation, because I think, you know, sometimes like Beyonce does have some songs that are not super sexual or, you know, she's sung gospel songs. You know, we mm. can even say that that argument. But at the same time, like I I struggle with the gospel song. And then we dropping it like a thotty. Like I, <laughs> it, it just don't sit right with me. And so I agree, Rudy. That's, I feel like where you're talking about is kind of where I am now. If it's wrong, it's wrong. And if it's right, it's right. Hmm. And the Bible has given us some guidelines. They might not draw a line in the sand for everything crystal clear, but it definitely does give us some guides that if we actually read it and try to apply it, um, you know, I, I don't think we would be as comfortable doing some of the things that we are doing. Mm -hmm. And I'm included. I'm not excluding myself out of this conversation. I'm included as well. Well, where um, does it stop? That's a pretty extreme guide if you want to go letter for letter. Well, I'm not trying to mess around and find out. I'm not trying to spend mm -hmm. eternity in hell. Um, so, you know, I much rather err on the side of caution and spend eternity in heaven mm -hmm. than hope and pray that, you know, mm. and end up in hell. But that's just my own personal. I opinion. think you follow on that Old Testament God. <laughs> that's what I think. Mm. Well, you you know what? This is what we'll do. You keep living your life. <laughs> and I'll keep living my life. And when, when we, you know, make it to heaven and that time comes, you know, we'll see what's up. Uh, well, uh, again, <laughs> I try to do my best. And if it's not good enough at the end of the day, then it's not good enough. That's it. Okay. Uh, did you, do you have any jewels, Janessa, or was that your closing? Uh, um, I'll, 
Not really. I mean, it was real quick just to pace yourself this year. Just Life a, is a marathon, not a race. So pace mm. yourself in 2024. Oh, That's wow. it. Uh, I, I think Kelly had to go. I don't know if we just lost it completely or not, but I'm, I know she had like a 7.30 thing or whatever. So, yeah, um, I will sh- shout out her Instagram where y'all can't follow her anyways, but at princesskales51, she is private. Uh, you can you can look her up, but most most likely she's probably not going to accept your request. Uh, Jay Rihanna? Oh, you can find me at Rihanna double underscore. We have fun over there. Terry Weezy. Terry Wayne Comedy, all social media platforms, and you can also get the book on Amazon. It is Unclaimed Ashes, available today. Yeah, I'm, and I, I, I still, I, I meant to, to already buy it, and I, I forgot over the over the break, so I'm still holding my word today. I'm gonna buy it and read it. I'm hanging um, on. For that <laughs> I'm still, I'm buying it. And read it. Um, and then shout out our producer at R H E S A underscore G. Um. Yeah, man. So shout out, um, you know, all the church folk out there, um, you know, keep fighting a good fight. Uh, however, however it looks for you. And, you know, but ultimately check with him. Make sure he's, he's watch the exotic. <laughs> so we are the worst ones. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening to us, watching us every single week. Uh, Happy New Year. We, we're glad to be back and we'll see you next week. <laughs> Yay. Top of the world. Top of the world.